Hi. Well, thank you for joining me tonight. Of course. So After we put our, ba- our babies to bed, of course. give them everything they need. Um, would you want to just introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about sure. your journey? Yeah. So I'm Sydney Bollinger. I am 31. I thought I was 30, but I'm 31. Um, and I am the mother of a two-year-old, Jack. I am pregnant right now with my second boy. Yay. He's he's due uh, May thirty first, so probably will come in June. Nice. So, yeah. I can't believe you said two. Yeah, and I'm about to have a two year old too. So we met on Bookstagram. Yes, and through our first pregnancies. Yes, <laughs> and now you know we're navigating our second pregnancies together. I know it's so fun. two girls on my end, two boys on your I end. Know. <laughs> will will we ever balance it out? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So, tell me, um, tell me a little bit about your your first pregnancy. Was it? How is it compared to this one? Uh, so with Jack, it was. I feel like it was so much easier. I mean, first trimester, I was nauseous for sure, um, but. I just, like, I remember it being, I like felt like I was kind of like floating through it. Like, yeah, it was a, you know, the normal pregnancy things or whatever, but overall I feel like it was a really easy pregnancy. And this time around it's been, it feels so different, like uh, so much harder this time. And I was talking to my mom about that actually earlier tonight. And she was like, you are my hardest. I'm the oldest. She's like, you are my hardest. And then each one got easier after that. And I'm like, this is not the case for me at all. The pregnancies got easier? Yeah, she said the pregnancies got easier. I was like, oh. Well, she was she was super nauseous with me um, and, and, like, passed out really easily with me. So I think that might have been, like, some of the struggle with her. But I, I was convinced at the beginning. I know I told you that I thought this was a girl because yeah. I was so sick. I, mean, I was nauseous with Jack in the first trimester, but this time I was like physically throwing up so much more and just like the general fatigue of like already having a toddler and being pregnant again right? was much more challenging. So, I mean, have you felt the same way? Like, do you think this one's easier or harder? I think harder. Yeah. Because when you're a first time mom, it's just you and your partner. You can nap whenever you want to nap. Less, so much more. You can yeah. lay down and not the case, not the case yeah. when you're no. chasing a toddler. And for me too, same with you. We were pregnant when it was still kind of COVID, COVID and mm-hmm. we were all home. We weren't going into the yeah. office. So more energies being. Yes, absolutely. Spent. On that is something fronts. that I, ha- yeah, that I've said multiple times to people is like, I, we were so, I was work from home basically my entire pregnancy with Jack. So me too. If I needed a break or if I, I was at home, like I wasn't getting ready for the day, all of those things. Yeah. I think I went into the office, we, we, we had reopened right towards the end of my pregnancy. And so I went in twice before Jack came and, and then it was the holidays. So everything kind of shut down anyway. But very similar. Yep. 
Yeah. But this time around, I'm in the office three days a week and that's uptown. And we went from having a nanny to when I, when I went back to work, we had a nanny for basically a whole year and a couple of months. And then Jack got into a daycare. So then it was being in the office (laughs) three times a week, dropping Jack off at daycare and then being pregnant. And I was like, this is yeah. a whole new world. Whole new world. And, and, and the baby's not even here yet. And you're exactly. already inconvenienced <laughs> by having to. Yeah, it's, it's um, just, it's wild. Absolutely wild. And like two boys, like I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I don't know. Because I, when I had a sister and a brother, so there's yeah. two girls and a boy. Um, but you know, all those <laughs> Yeah. about boys are just so much they're so physical um which jack is super physical and um we were with his grandparents this weekend and and his granddad was like i'm sure you probably already know this but he's a fearless climber like, yes. <laughs> uh yeah he's like we're going to climb up the big slide i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. right so i'm like oh my god yeah. two of those <laughs> two boys i know my my cousin has three boys um mm. she tried for a third for a girl and she that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen to me when I went to lunch for my best friend's birthday today I was like I'm not ready to give up on it like maybe we'll have a girl and she was like so you're gonna end up with three boys I was like yeah probably <laughs> it's I forget who told me this but if you have two of the same gender you're more than like you know it's more than likely that you're gonna have a third of the same it's just like oh i know oh my goodness yeah yeah I, I know we wanted to definitely just talk about what it's like to be a working mom who's pregnant and has a two-year-old um and all of the the joys that come along with that because for for me you know you asked like the differences too aside from just like the physical you know the nausea is about the same I feel like everything's kind of like on the same on par with how it was with Nora Mm -hmm. but like the mental toll I think is it's just it's just so different um yeah I would agree. I think I've also had a lot more anxiety this pregnancy than, and I don't know if it's because I actually miscarried my first pregnancy and it was like very similar timing, same time of year, all that stuff. And so when I first got pregnant, even though Jack, you know, had Jack successfully carried it to term, all those good things, like so much more anxiety with this one. Um, and I don't know if that is just like that mental toll of like, I have so much going on. I, you know, have a a job that I really love, but it's definitely very demanding. Um, and then I've got a toddler and, you know, we're both overachievers (laughs) and like, we want to do all of the things and be all of the things. And so, um, I wondered if part of that played into how much more anxiety I've experienced with this pregnancy. it's just like so many worries. Mm-hmm. And I was like very thankful for the symptoms because I felt like that kind of helped put my ease at, put my mind at ease. But just at any little thing could set me off. Like I was concerned about not being able to feel him and now I feel him and, and I'm like, 
but am I feeling him enough? And I'm like, I'm only eight yeah. weeks. Like I can't, there's no consistency to it right now, but it's just right. so much more than I experienced with Jack, which is odd because I was pregnant with Jack right after the miscarriage. So you would think that that would have kind of led to it, but it's been, it's been, it's been harder this time um, mentally. And it, I think it just must be kind of all of, all of the other things kind of compounded. So everything's culminating. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and to your point about, about us being overachievers, right? So we both work full-time jobs, demanding jobs. Yes. We're parents, parents of two-year-olds. And then we also run bookstagrams and other different side hustles and right. other different things. We just have, you know, we exercise. There's just so many different things that we want to do all at once. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I, I'm so thankful for bookstagram as a, an outlet, a creative outlet. Yes. And it was really why I started because I was already reading all the time anyway. My sister was just like, like do this. And I, I I had this kind of like limiting belief of like, I wasn't creative enough to do something like that. And that's always been my thing. I'm like, not the artistic one. I'm the like goal oriented type A reader. Like that's, that's my lane and I feel comfortable in it. Um, and then bookstagram kind of gave me this like opportunity to feel creative and to do these different things. Um, and I've enjoyed it so much. And so I'm glad to have that outlet, but it does. I mean, you could, you can very quickly let it become like another very demanding type of thing. Yeah. I tried to keep that balance. Um, and I mean, I basically didn't read or post my entire first trimester because even looking at a book made me not uh-huh. like motion sickness <laughs> yes. from just reading. Yes. And so I, I do. Know. And I feel like this last week I've read like five or six books and I'm like, oh, it feels so good to be like back I know, you've with been, books and reading nonstop. But you have um, been, yeah, you've, you've been following, you've been reading a lot of books. Yeah. But I won't like even just the things that I would normally keep up on my bookstagram, like my story reviews. I haven't done a story review since like September. <laughs> so yeah. Something like that. Like it's yep. just. And I've just got to let those things go and know that like, I'll come back to it when I'm ready to come back to it. Um, all of my posts lately have been like very, which like, this is kind of my posting schedule anyway, is like very sporadic in the moment. Like I'll snap a oh, picture yeah. and that's how I post it. I'm not yep. really one to, I keep saying, I'm like, oh, I'm going to batch content and it's going to be great. But like we're moms. Like what? <laughs> When do do I have time? (laughs) I start running around and then I'm like, oh, I should really utilize this time to do X, Y, and Z. And then it's like, oh, wait, I should buy meal prep or I should probably figure out what what I'm going to make my kid this week. You know, how am I going to get some veggies in him? (laughs) Yeah. No, seriously. It's hard, you know, because we're both very organized people. You know, I've seen your planners. I have planners. I have yeah. planners and checklists and stuff on our fridge. You know, there's many different ways that I try to keep the family organized. And like, I still feel overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because if I don't do one thing that's on my list, it's like, I feel It all today. spirals. It all spirals right. too, right? Like, if I don't get it done today, if I didn't utilize the time, then it's just going to get tacked on to the next day. There was already a million things on that list. So, I mean, I felt guilty today because I, you know, went out to lunch with my friend and I knew that I wanted to like organize the laundry room since I just got finished and clean out the fridge. And I had all these like great intentions. And then I was like, 
oh yeah, I'm pregnant and exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I can't, I can't do that. Like I just don't have the energy for it. So instead, we played outside with Jack, and it was great. Yeah, but you I know, know what you it, said? it's like in the back of my head. Oh, I still have yeah. to do that. <laughs> well, first of all, your laundry room looks great. Um, I snapped a picture, a screenshot because we're thinking about doing something similar down the road. I was like, I just love 10 out of 10 recommend. I just love the look. It's made me so happy. Yeah. It it would, does it make you like want to do laundry? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I was like, it's kind of inconvenient that I have to put away Christmas because I'd really like to do laundry today. (laughs) What? Yeah. I want to pull a chair. It's my least favorite chore ever. I want to like pull a chair into the, it's our laundry room is our guest bathroom as well. And like, I just want to sit in there and just stare at it. Yeah. Cause it's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and but then I'm like, you... oh, this is why people do house things. <laughs> yes. It makes you feel good. Yes. Yep. But you know what you said this morning um, when you posted your to-do list? You said in it, like, I know I – something like, I know I won't accomplish all this today. Like, this is, yeah. this is like, this is a very hefty, yeah. optimistic check checklist for today. Um, and I think that's so important, like setting up that expectation, that intent, first thing, like, mm-hmm. this is what I would like to do today. Like, but if I don't get to it, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's been important for like the, like, I'm a realist too. I gotta, yeah. I gotta level set my expectations. Cause I am one of those people that like, if I don't level set, I could just go. I could, I would be down on myself all of the time expecting, and I'm sure you'd be the same way, like expecting so much of myself constantly to an impossible standard. And I don't want to live that way. So I will set to-do lists on to-do lists. I will make absolutely crazy lists. Um, but then have to realize like, I, I, there's only so many hours in a day and I've got a toddler and I, I just happen to be off work right now. So it's like you've got more time to do those things. He's in daycare. Um, That's nice. Provides me a little extra opportunity. But, you know, if it was a if it was regular, if I was in at work and had him in daycare and had to pick him up after, we, you know, I've got three hours that I get to spend with him Great. and I don't want to yeah. spend it doing chores or whatever. You know, I nope. already make him like cooking during yeah. that time, which I really enjoy cooking. So it's a, I like it as kind of like a wind down time for all of us. We were all in the, our living room, kitchen area is all connected. So being to just, being able to just like sit in there and they play and I cook and we're all in the same space is nice. Um, before, before we start the bedtime routine and then it's like <laughs> being pregnant. I'm like, well, no, I feel like normally my bedtime is 930 anyway, <laughs> but being pregnant, it could be even earlier than that. So I just having those realistic expectations and just like knowing I can't, I really can't do it all in a day and especially being pregnant. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta accept it. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Nora um, doesn't have daycare this week. She goes to a home oh, daycare. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they're on vacation. Um, mm-hmm. So this week has been interesting. The last two days, though, she's been with my mother-in-law. I was mm-hmm. telling you before, and I had all of these plans. Wrote down all the things I wanted to do. Right. So yesterday we dropped her off at like 11.30 um, and I slept from 
12 to 4 30 and then we went out to eat which was great like you know little date date night situation went out Mm -hmm. to eat and then I had really bad insomnia last night so I was up until three Mm. um and then I slept until 11 30 this morning and then got ready ate and went and picked her up and hung out with my mother-in-laws for a couple minutes, mm-hmm. a couple hours, not a couple minutes. Um, and here, here I am, you know, and like that, right. that was the two days. And, you know, I had a little met, little menti B mm-hmm. before we went to go pick her up. And I was like, I, I just slept. I'm so tired. Like I'm, yeah. I'm 33 <laughs> weeks pregnant and I'm so tired. Like, yeah. and, you know, I had to talk with Ian my husband and um they he was just like there was no play like you know that's great that you made a list but like you also got to rest like the fact that she was with your mother-in-law like was so that you could spend some time right um my cat's gonna keep on jumping no that's okay I'm actually surprised Zoe hasn't like jumped in I mean Ellie is here she she wanted to make sure that she was (laughs) part of part of the interview but um, but no I mean so we just we just went away for our anniversary and we dropped dropped Jack off on Thursday last week and then we were up at a cabin for Thursday Friday and we went back on Saturday um and you know Ben was like what do you you know what do you want to do while we're away like for our anniversary and everything like is there anywhere you want to go anything you want to do and I was like I want to nap yeah. And I want to read books in front of a yeah. fireplace and, and maybe like, go out to dinner. Maybe. But like an early dinner. <laughs> he was no, like, we're early okay. dinners. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, all right. Yeah. And and that's that's exactly what we did. I'm not like a, I'm not a huge napper usually. Um, but during pregnancy, like I know, me too. the table, right? Like you mm-hmm. got a nap. Um, yeah. and, and it was just, just so nice to like, get in bed and be like, I can wake up whenever I want to wake up. There's no pressure around. I don't know if you feel this way, but like I put pressure on myself for sleeping because I, I like to get like at least seven hours. It's like, I'm a terrible like natural sleeper. Like I've really had to work hard to sleep well. Um, so I'm very protective of those hours and I get stressed if I know like if like Jack's going to wake up early or we've thrown the bedtime routine off or something like that. And then it's going to mess up my sleep. I don't, I don't know if you get that way too, but yep. just being able to like be on vacation and go to go take a nap. And there's, there's no time. You don't have to put any time limit on or do anything. It's just, it's really nice. Yeah. Yesterday when I was napping, I woke up a few times like, Oh, I have to go downstairs. Like Ian's, Ian's downstairs with Nora, like whatever. Hey, I was Gil, like, oh, wait a yeah. minute. Oh, wait a minute. Like, no, she, like, I'm like, go back to sleep. Go, like, that happened multiple times where, like, my sleepy brain was like, oh, you got to get up. Like, you shouldn't yeah. be sleeping this long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is yeah. not good. This is not right. Exactly. And, you know, it's just like one of those moments where I was like, I am exhausted because I'm growing another human. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, a toddler. We've been, it's the holidays. We've been running all over the place. Yes. She gave me a cold. I'm recovering from that cold. It's just so much, you know? Yeah. Well, so. nothing like the, the pressure of the holidays on a mom right. to really oh, <laughs> I holiday know. magic. Yep. And then it all just, and, and they don't, 
you know, I don't know if, if Jack was the same way, but Nora was just so overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. So overwhelmed, so overstimulated. Um, I remember literally. last year being particularly bad, like coming back from being away for a couple of days and him just being like exhausted and yep. he, you know I mean he was just over a year last year and he was just like what have we done and last year we had a nanny but we had given her the whole week off and we were then exhausted by the end of it because we're like oh my god trying to keep you on a schedule and yeah you know all of these things it was just it was a lot um and this year I think it was I think it was better this year just because he's a little bit older but it was still, I mean, he definitely, you know, we, we came home on the 26th and he was just kind of like, you could tell like, he didn't want to be around people anymore. We, like yeah. we had gone outside and he saw the car and he was like, go home. Like he had so much fun with his cousins and his grandparents yeah. and everything. But I think he was just like, oh yeah, I think it would be nice to settle down a little bit. Yeah. So. even You know, their routine is completely off, you know. Nora goes to the home daycare. She has her own schedule over there five days right. a week. She mm-hmm. eats different foods. She naps at her normal time, you know, so to right. come home and just be thrown in the car and go to hour this way, hour that way, family yeah. and, you know, and then the last day, she, you know, day two days, really, she's been at my mother-in-law's and like on the way home, she was like going, mommy, where are you? And like, she was just like, so I'm like, I'm in the car, honey. Like she's, you know, she's yeah. just thrown off. So she yeah. needs a couple, you know, she just needs to be home for a couple of days and then she'll yeah. go back to her routine. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and that's why it was nice to like take him to daycare and he was like, oh, go to school, see my friends. Yeah. yeah that's exactly what you're going to do. And then he kind okay. of like got to daycare and was like, eh, no, I actually want to be here. I was yeah. like, you'll get back into the routine. It's fine. <laughs> like, everything. Give it a couple good. hours, buddy. Give it a couple exactly. hours. Exactly. But they're, they have a half day tomorrow and then they're off Monday. So All right, because like, New Year's. Yeah. Right. So we'll um, start over. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I'm like, okay, we'll just. You know, we'll just, we'll do the thing. He'll, he'll adjust. It'll all be a good thing. They're resilient at that age, but they do, do like the feel... structure. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and as somebody who also likes structure, you too, like, do you feel like dread? Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Dread. Absolutely. I love being a mom, obviously. I have, you know, going to have two kids, but just like the dread that I feel about being alone. I mean, you know, my husband's here too, but you know, just like having to do this. Yeah. Days. They, like I, as, as a, you know, working mom, I appreciate the daycare break. Mm-hmm. Like it's also my Same. routine too. Oh, absolutely. Is it a pain to drop her off sometimes when like, oh my God, like, so drop off is eight o'clock. Sometimes we have meetings at eight 30 and like, if I'm home yeah. or like, you know, Ian, it like drops her off a little bit early before he goes in the office and I'll like the same thing. And it's just like every day is a, you know, who can drop off, who can pick up. It's just chaos, but it's still good to just like have that time. Yeah. But yeah. then you come home, it's only three, three hours, hours or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was, I was talking to my siblings cause they were like, that's a long time at daycare. Like, 
I we drop them off around seven forty five ish, so that I'm in the office at least by eight thirty, um, and then I work until five, and then yeah. see, you know, if there's traffic or whatever, pick them up at five thirty, five forty, something like that. You're home by seven. Yeah, and they go seven. Seven, seven thirty. Like we've we've started. We kind of pushed back a little bit. I mean, selfishly, just, just to have a little bit more time with them. But, yeah. um, but it, it's when you're talking about that dread, like when he's here with me, I feel like I have that pressure of like, okay, what what should I do next? So can I like, is he? is he playing by himself enough or am I, am I like letting him be bored, but also giving him entertainment? Like, you know, there's all of those things start to run through you. Just like normal mom stress, right. That you're, you're worrying about and okay. I don't want him to be staring at the TV, but have I taken him outside enough today? But I don't, I don't want to go outside no. today. Like I no. don't want to follow you around while you pick up sticks. Uh, you know all of that, all of that stuff. Uh, I know. So there's like some of that stress and then like and then I go back to work and I'm like oh, but I'm only gonna get three hours with him tonight like no like it's just it's it's so it's so hard it, depend, um, it depends on the day and your mood like yeah I it's getting hard for me to walk around now I'm waddling and yeah. you know I don't want to go outside and waddle around in the cold I'm in <laughs> right. Connecticut so it's you know oh, God, cold yeah, yeah. It's December. Um, I swear toddlers are impervious to weather also. She like, loves the outside. She loves yeah, it. He could He could not She's care like, less uh, if it's like raining shivering. I'm like, or yeah. cold. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, do you want to go outside? No. No. no he's like, like okay. outside. Outside? Yeah. Outside? I'm like, to do what? Are you, to do sure, what? Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah. He could just, and he would. He would just pick up sticks. and. Yeah, she did pine and, cones. Look at, look at it. Look for acorns. He calls them acorns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, uh, it's just, oh, but and I will say like, it's like you were saying, I, I love working. Um, yeah. it's, it, I knew prior to having Jack that I would always want to go back to work, but I ended up taking six months for my maternity leave. So, uh, my company offers four months of paid and then you can choose to take an additional two months unpaid. Um, so I ended up taking that full time. Um, and that like week leading back up to going back to work, it could not, I I had never questioned my decision more than that week. I was like this, I, I I don't know that I can do this. I like, well, I'm going to miss so much time with him. And I, I, which I had never questioned it before. Um, but you don't know what you don't know when you don't have a kid. Right. And then I got back in the, into the routine of going to work. I mean, even just probably a couple of days into it, I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is where I'm supposed to, like, this is, this is right for our family. I'm supposed to be here and this is how I can, like, I can be the best self for my kid because I work and I feel very fulfilled at work and I enjoy what I do. um, And I get to use that aspect of my brain that I wasn't using on maternity I, use, leave. I know I was like I want to use other skills yes like you know I, I just was like, other skills I need adults some adults yeah, yeah I I'm an introvert I don't I don't yeah. love talking to people all that much but there's just it's just there's something different about like having that aspect of work and having that avenue of my life to put all of those high achieving tendencies on and then I can ha- still have like my mom lane and my books to Graham lane and like 
balance these things out. I think that's a big thing that I learned, like watching my mom. My mom was a stay at home mom. My parent, my dad was originally military. He was in the air force. My mom was a stay at home mom with three kids, like super young. Mm. Um, And so I think like just watching how that, I feel like at that time, the nineties and the early two thousands, there was so much of this, like, moms were moms and they had nothing outside of that. And I was just like, that will not work for me. That's why I thought for so long that I didn't want kids because I love autonomy of my time. And I was like, I I love to be selfish. Like I, I I like being able to read six books when I I have time to myself or like just do whatever I want to do. And I knew that was going to be a challenge having Jack was learning how to balance time for myself and still being the mom that I wanted to be. And I think being able to to go back to work helped with that because I was able to have that lane and be so specific about work. And when I'm at work, it was nice too, because Jack had a nanny who I loved. I I love her more than anything. Like she's still very much involved in his life and everything. Um, But it was nice to, to be able to like, know he was at home in good hands so that I could just, I could go to work and I could focus yep. on work. Um, Cause it's so much harder. I mean, you know, like working from home when they were in the house, it was very difficult. Yep. <laughs> I'm like trying to focus and have meetings. And then I still work from home two days a week, but now that he's in daycare, he's not in the house. Exactly. Um, and so that, that helps a little bit, but, but when I go to work, I very much, I am, I am at work and that I'm focused there and that is my time. And, um, you know, if I'm trying to work from home, like when we had COVID and we were all at home, oh my god, I was still working because I didn't feel that bad. I, you know, I'd had my boosters and everything, so it didn't really hit me that hard. And so it's like, oh, I can still work, just make it work with a cold. Home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's all fine. It was the hardest week. I was like, this is so much harder than the newborn phase. This is so much harder than anything that we've done in our parenting journey so far. Because I was just, it was impossible to work and focus on him. And at the time he was seven months, it it was, I was just like kind of floored. I I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know how people did this. Like in 2020 peak COVID with, Oh oh my God. It was was so, and by, I remember Friday midday, we had like survived the week, but Friday midday, I made a mistake at work and I just shut down. Yeah. (laughs) I, I pinged my boss and I was like, I'll fix it, but I got to step away. I've officially <laughs> broken. <it>. Yes. <laughs> and he was like, okay, yeah, you're good. <laughs> but I, oh my gosh, it was, it was so hard. So it's, I, I just, I mean, for people that work from home with their kids full time, like I just more power to them because. Seriously. I, I, know I need a to have those avenues. Who, yeah. I know a couple of people who do that, you know, to save money on childcare because childcare yeah. is so expensive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, my goodness, my goodness, God bless them. Like I, I yeah. get too flustered. I mm-hmm. need to like, you know, I need to just zone in and mm-hmm. have that space for myself. There's been times where, so Ian and I travel a lot for both of our jobs. I'm sure you, yeah. you see me travel all the time, mm-hmm. um, which I'm like, Oh, God. <laughs> with Nora and a, and an infant at home. Um, yeah. my God. Um, we'll see, but, um, whenever Ian travels, 
Nora is sick. Mm. Oh, Every no. time. Yeah. There's without always fail, just been right? without fail. Always something. Like Ian said the last time in October, she had she had like a one oh two fever, like nothing else for like three days. Yeah. Um and Ian's like, we're gonna laugh about this. One day. <laughs> One day. And like I'm like sobbing. Like I broke. I yeah. literally broke. I'm trying to work. And she's, you know, she can talk. She comes up to me. If I'm on a call, she's like screaming, you know, yeah. trying to go over this, you know, important document. It's just like mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah. yeah. So and what is, is your, nice. like you, so I know you said you mentioned your mother-in-law, so you have family close, like what is your our, like, support our network look like? So my support network is great. There's just a distance, you know, so both of our parents are an hour away. Okay. So it's not like they can, you know. Pick up on a moment's notice up, or something like and, that. Yeah. And they would. Right. Um, my mom, my mm-hmm. mom especially has come um, when I've been in a bind like that mm-hmm. and she doesn't care about getting sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she'll just come and just, she's like, all right, I'll get a cold or whatever. Right. Um, but you know, if a toddler's sick, parents don't want to really come and get sick either. I don't blame them. Right. Oh yeah. Know? Yeah. So um, we do want to build up on our, um, babysitter portfolio so like yeah you, when I I had I think five months off little little less than five months off when I had Nora and then we had a nanny come to the house well I slowly transitioned back in the office um Nora had a full-time nanny um and it was just you know like you said impossibly hard and then yeah. she started going to the home daycare that she's at now in November, so when she was about ten months, mm-hmm. and it's like her second home, yeah. You know, like she calls her caretaker mommy, yeah. She's yeah. Like her other mommy, you know, and, yeah. and her other mommy has kids of her own, mm-hmm. and they they're like, you know, they love her. They think of her right. as a little sister, you know. So she's so safe there, and it's so right. it, like so like when you said about daycare, like I can drop her off and know that she's loved and safe. Right. good so that I can just be myself mm-hmm. for eight hours yeah because otherwise you go crazy like, yeah it's it's too hard to work our demanding jobs and then be in a constant fit about who's watching your child and how it's going yep. and yep. what they're doing and are they getting everything that they need and I, I really struggled with the transition to daycare probably more so than, more than Jack did um going from having a nanny but I mean, having a nanny is so expensive. So expensive. <laughs> um, and our our nanny was, so, I mean, she was just wonderful. I love her so much. Um, but it was really expensive. And we knew that he was getting to an age where he probably needed more socialization and he needed yeah. to be around other kids his age. And I struggled so hard with the transition of him moving into daycare and were they the right people and was it the right place and because I don't know how it is in Connecticut but in Charlotte it's really hard to get into daycare and it takes I mean we were on four wait lists for two years (laughs) basically um and the one that he got into first was not my first choice um and it was fine. It, it, you know, I think it worked really well. I mean, there were certain teachers that I think he really liked. Um, there were certainly kids in his class that he liked. I liked the security aspect that they had in place. 
Um, but it wasn't, it just like, it was hard because he, he had a, a much harder time being dropped off and that always stressed me out and made it hard to go to work. Granted, they, they were really good about updating the app. So I got you know, constant updates through the day, throughout the day and things like that. And I don't think there was anything wrong with it. Um, but he did the, a couple of months ago, transition to a new, a new daycare. It was one of my top choices. Um, and he got a spot there and the transition has been much easier. Like he'll just like walk right into the daycare. And, and I don't know if it's the teachers or if it was that he was more used to daycare or like if it was any of those factors, but I felt more secure with him at this place, just like with how he, because it, and that's such a huge mental load off Yeah, knowing that he feels good there. Um, because our support network is, I mean, I live in Charlotte where most of my family live. My brother lives here. Um, my dad lives here with his wife, but he has two kids of his own. Um, so, you know, we definitely, and my sister just recently moved back. So we've, we've got nice. a, a pretty good network here. Um, and then my mom lives in Texas, but she'll fly back um, and she'll stay with us. I, I feel like every time she comes, we end up getting her sick because he, so sort of, she comes to stay with us for like a good couple of days or yeah, you know, a week and, and a half a or something. Bug or, there's yeah. something. Yeah. Something. Exactly. We just, we all, we all come crashing down because my mom's in town and she can take care of us. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> mom takes <laughs> care of everybody. She does. She does. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but yeah, it's just, oh. Oh, that's, and that's good that you have so many people close, especially as you transition to number two. Because mm -hmm. um, again, it's, it's just, you know, we've spent the last two years getting used to this routine, mm -hmm. right? So maybe about yeah. a year and yeah. then we got pregnant. And so that we're getting used to that while getting used to this routine that we've just been getting used to. Sure all of it to get pulled out from under us yeah. and the baby's actually here <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we still have to do all the things as well yeah. as all the things we want to do to keep us like to keep us happy to keep us mm -hmm. fulfilled to fill our cup because to your point i i always want my daughters to see you know me as you know you know mom works and she's on a trip and she yeah. come you know she's happy she likes to work you know obviously there's a balance um and it's not a, you know, stay at home moms, seriously, so much props. I can't. Seriously. Yeah. I can't. Um, <clears throat> working. It's, it's hard to be a mom no matter what, because yeah, absolutely. I feel like any cult, like our just society just makes us feel like we need to be all the things. Mm -hmm. Right. So of she course. needs, she's a stay at home mom, but her house needs to look this way. She needs to have some kind of side hustle. She needs she's to be have fit all these because activities. she's home. She's yeah. home. Like she can work out. She right. can do that. Like all these activities, like, yeah, it's just, you know, oh, she's a working mom. Okay. But she has to also somehow also have a side hustle yeah. to be successful, but also <laughs> fit. Mm -hmm. And her home has to be immaculate and all clean and perfect yeah. and happy. And it's just like. I don't know. So like, how, how do you, how do you stay motivated on, on days that are challenging or overwhelming? You know, when you have that dread, yeah, That's something well, I, I, I struggle with. Yeah. I mean, I'm, so Ben and I, neither of us travel for work really. So that mm. helps. We're, we're both here, um, you know, all the time. Ben is 1000% a partner in 
everything. And I think that is huge. Um, It's so it's, it's complete partnership from the housework to the childcare to both of it. I mean, he's an attorney, like we both have demanding jobs. Neither of us has pulled back or sacrificed. There are definitely times that we have to rebalance like first trimester. Ben yeah, carried a lot of <laughs> the household responsibilities, yep. the childcare responsibilities, and was still working. It was just, I was barely making it through work. That's yep. exactly um, how was, I was too. Yeah, and then was kind of like the presence sitting on the couch, but where he couldn't, like, mom, I couldn't cook, yep. I couldn't, it was just like, not a lot happening. So there's, there's balancing, right? And I mean, honestly, we're very fortunate in the fact that, like, our support system is here. So, I, you know, I can call my brother if I need to. Um, and, you know, we're fortunate in the fact that I outsource stuff, too. Like, I have a cleaner because that is just a lot of work. It's so much to do, do all the time. And so yeah. doing doing things like that. I mean, this year I got really into, um, fine, like, I love grocery shopping. I love cooking. but placing a like Harris Teeter pickup order became the best thing ever and using Instacart when I needed to like make something for dinner but didn't have any of the gradients didn't want to go to the store like doing things like that and being able to like be in a position where we can do things like that I think helps significantly so between (laughs) outsourcing some of the things you know, keep keeping my own things that make me me and then having Ben as a partner is probably like, that's, that's how we make it work. Yeah. We <laughs> how have, we survive day to day. Yeah. You and I have very similar situations um, where Ian is, you know, one day he gives 60% and I give the rest vice versa. Yeah. You know, it's just yep. like, we're both giving our 100% where we can. Yeah. Um, we communicate with each other. Yeah. We talk about our cups. You know, how's your cup? You know, like is in and if it's five percent, I'm like, all right, I get up and I, you know, do what you rebalance. I need to do and then he yeah. fills his cup, you know. Mm-hmm. Um it's just yeah, and then the support system, like I said, my family they both of our families live an hour away, but they but they have been so helpful. Yeah. Um, um so the podcast is called Grace and Grit, Navigating Postpartum and Parenthood. Yeah. Um, so my question is, what does this concept, like, what does the con- concept of grace mean to you in the context of motherhood? Because for us, I feel like we're both going to be on the same journey where we're going to, we're in this routine it's still chaotic, but we know what to expect. Yeah. And we're going to add another little one into the mix. Yeah. So I think it, I mean, you know, it's kind of like what we talked about earlier too. It's that level setting of expectations. It's giving myself the grace to know that it might not all get done, but it'll all probably work out in the end. Like I'm still, and I, you and I have talked about this probably so many times in DMs of just like, It'll like the fact that we care means something and that we're, we're worried about these things or we're stressed about these things. Like that's 
it's a good thing. Like as long as we're not taking it like too far, right? Like smothering yeah. a child or anything like that. Sure, sure, uh, sure. <laughs> there's balance, right? But yeah. like giving ourselves that grace of just being like, there are times, like we've talked about this for postpartum bodies too. Like there are going to be times where I can work out and I can be fit and I can eat healthy and I can do all these things. And then there are going to be times where that's just not something that can be a priority. And I either let it drag me down or I give myself the grace to let it go. And that, right. I mean, I probably haven't moved my, and I'm like, I was an athlete all growing up. I was a competitive gymnast and then a competitive cheerleader. And then I cheered at NC state. I probably haven't worked out since July. (laughs) And that's just like, not normal for me. Yeah. But that's just, that's just the place that I am in my life right now. Like I am working full time. I love my job. I'm really good at my job. I've got a two-year-old and now I'm pregnant. Like where am I, where am I going to fit working in, working out in the day? And I miss moving my body, but not to the point where I think it's imperative that I wake up earlier or that I miss any of those, that three hour window that I get with Jack at the end of it. Like there's, there's just no point right now where I feel like that's more important. And so it's just giving myself the grace to be like, that's, that's it. My planner, it's the thing I love to do. And I didn't do it for weeks because it was more of a, like, it was something more stressful to, to do and to check off than to like actually sit and enjoy and map out my week and plan my, like do all of the things that I normally enjoy, like goal setting for the week. And what am I going to get accomplished this week? Just wasn't. And I just gave myself the grace to just be like, you're just going to survive this. You're just going to survive this week. You're going to exactly. that's, I think I have to tell myself, like, you're going to grow a human while raising another this week. That's, that's enough. That's a win. Like that's enough. You're not going to keep myself sane. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like feed myself, like Mm -hmm. and feed her, you know, like just like gotta, I just want to let, let it go. Let go of the things that I can't control. And like Mm -hmm. to your point about exercising, I exercised regularly throughout this pregnancy after the first trimester ended. Yeah but I haven't really done anything in the last two or three weeks. I just don't, I don't have it in me. Maybe yeah. once a week, the last two yeah. weeks. Yeah. And like, it's killing me every night before I go to bed. I go, wow, I didn't work out today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's I either like Apple watch. It's like, you can do it. And I'm like, Oh, no. I literally just, I just took mine off. I, I don't like, want to wear mine doing. anymore. <laughs> I don't want to wear I, mine I, anymore. I haven't, I have not worn mine because I'm just like, it's, it's just something like I want, it could just drag me down. It could pull yeah. me way down and I could be so sucked into it. And I don't, I, I just don't, I don't have the mental energy for it right now. I and I think also, today. Yeah, yeah, I think also like the knowing, like you can get a restart, right? Like yeah. from, I think it was like early, the very early, maybe the newborn stage. Um, I read somewhere, it was like, think of every nap as a restart. So if you don't feel like that, you know, wake window wasn't your best. They're going to go nap. Just think of it as a restart. Do it again. And so like, yeah. I, sometimes I think of like the dates like that, like, all right, it's a new day. I'm like, I, yesterday, not my best day. We're going to chalk that up to it not being my best day. Here's my restart. Tomorrow's always better. That's what I tell myself when I'm yeah. really like tomorrow's always better. Yeah. But like, do you think Nora's going like, Went to bed tonight going like, oh, you know what? Mom didn't go through the the flashcards that she got for Christmas for me. Right. Like, 
Yeah. I didn't get to look and, you know, point and say Apple today. No. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think that, like, oh my God, I didn't do that with her. Like, I was, mm-hmm. one, I wanted to go through the flashcards with her. She's upstairs, just safe, sleeping, fed, warm. You know, it's Happy. like, but you get in your head. Like, oh, yeah. It's just so important to give ourselves grace. So, no, thank you for that. It's, that's great. Um, yeah. Let me see. So what advice would you give to new moms struggling in their postpartum phase? Probably reset. The the reset? Yeah. I mean, you get, I think it's even better um, in that newborn phase because their wake windows are so short, right? So it's like, give what you can during that wake window. They are so short. There's your nap. There's your reset, right? I think it was also really important. Something else that we talked about earlier was like, I knew for me, I was going to struggle with losing that autonomy of time, but I didn't want to like kind of lose myself in that. And so carving out time to do the things that I liked to do, even in those early, early stages. I mean, I remember being like communicating with Ben being like, I like he could leave the house he he's an extrovert like he would leave the house and he would get away and he'd be like well why don't you just go do something for yourself then like go leave the house it's fine we've got it I'm like I'm a homebody I don't want to leave the house I want to sit in my room and read my book and not worry but because we're moms and we're always on and all this so so I think that would be my advice is like you know think of it as a reset if you need it and also like carve it's it sounds so silly and I feel like it's in all the books it's like carve out time for yourself like however that is but like truly like what is important to you is it the 30 minute shower where you like get to actually get clean and not be covered in breast milk or (laughs) is it like sitting down and reading a book and and not jumping up six times to take care of something or or worry about somebody else like what what is truly going to be the most restorative to you and like take that yeah i love it awesome (laughs) so i i i think i think we're we talked about everything is there anything else you want to talk about anything else you want to bring up i think we cover all all of the all of the things that we i feel like we talk about frequently right like you and I already talk about being working moms and (laughs) yeah exactly and being like how are you surviving today because wow I think I think what we need to do is have our babies and then come back six months later and have another talk and be like how are you sobbing (laughs) it's just gonna be us crying like we'll listen to our this episode and be like oh those cherubs how sweet they were they knew nothing of what was to come yeah right seriously oh Oh, i mean i could say i could say the same thing about like myself like before i had jack even you know like it was just that was such a different such a different me (laughs) from me now and then me now pregnant and yeah me yeah and then me me before Nora me with Nora and me pregnant with my second girl and then just constantly changing yeah I know I think that would make for a very interesting update episode. yeah so we're gonna do it I, where are they now where are they now <laughs> where are they now and are they okay that's what they're gonna coming. call it 
Right. Crimes, now I'm covered in breast milk being like, no, I don't need anything. Don't look at anything. <laughs> the reset doesn't work. <laughs> the reset's a lie when you have another I lied kid. to you guys. I lied to you guys. The reset just, just doesn't work. Reset, reset every 30 minutes. Yeah. There's so no grace. Get that. Exactly. Oh. I'm like, I changed my podcast name. <laughs> just don't wear grace. Oh no, my we're god! Just, no, it's just grit. It's like we're yeah. literally just, we're gritting just our sur- teeth. <laughs> just surviving, just surviving. That's what it's called. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> well, thank you for coming on to talk with me. It's good to see your face. We talk all the time, but it's good to like talk live on video. It's just oh. like so. Like, ugh, like, don't you just like feel better? Like, yes. for some, it's just so, uh, I'm like. You know, at first I, I was I was telling my friend I was like, yeah, you know, do podcast interviews. Like, somebody I met on Bookstagram. I was like, we talk all the time. And I was like, but we've actually never like communicated like face to face like this, or yeah. like you know through the phone or anything. I'm like, this is so crazy. Like we text and we DM and like I yeah. like feel like I know what's going on in their life. Oh, like yeah, Ian and Nora and all these yeah. Like I've never like met was, this person before. I know, and I tell people like people are like oh okay, like they get kind of like like books you, but but like yeah. there are people like you and and other people on Bookstagram that have done so much more for me than like in real life people or like oh, yeah. that I just like I'll you know haven't yeah. met yet, but I they're just a part of my life and I know that yeah will be it's, yeah. it's i know it like for some people that's just like weird to them but i think mm-hmm. if you don't experience that like yeah oh absolutely i feel such, like there's like kind of an openness with people that you connect with online of especially like when you connect through something like books or whatever and you start to like you i mean i've you know we started just talking about books and you start to pick up on people's ideals and things and you just I felt like it was such a natural progression, even though it can be such an odd thing. And, I, and I'm like, oh, no, no, my friend, you know, on Bookstagram. And friend's like, but you've never actually met these people. <laughs> like, you've never met anybody from Bookstagram. Yeah, okay, you know, it's weird. Well, like, they're my friends. I, they are. <laughs> I know. My friend, my friend Holly, I met on Bookstagram. She bought Nora her car seat. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's just like, there's some of the nicest people on the, yeah. on the planet. Absolutely. Because it's books. It's people talking about books. Like it is. Yeah. We're all just empathetic. And we just I like learners. Kind like we just, learners. We, we want to read books and talk about them and talk about the different things that we're learning from Perspectives. them. Perspectives. Oh yeah. And 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 the beautiful like I love books because like something that I love somebody else could absolutely hate. And yeah. then to be able to like listen to what they hate about it and be able to like be open to that perspective there's just there's that openness I feel like that's a life skill it's such a life skill (laughs) so huge yeah Um, and then I feel like really get well I mean you can see like the dark sides of bookstagram right where Uh people aren't aren't open-minded at all um so there's not really like it's like they're not ready for like a healthy discourse about books but um it just it just makes it easier I feel like for that connection to really take place because there is there's so much willingness to be open just because we want to talk about books to start with (laughs) hey everyone thank you for tuning in to the second episode of grace and grit navigating postpartum and parenthood 
Sydney and I talk just about every day, but it was nice to have a face-to-face conversation about what it's like to be pregnant, working moms with toddlers, and just the expectations of what's coming next. So I hope you enjoyed listening, that some of our conversation resonated with you, and tune in next time. If you want to be interviewed by me, just reach out. I'm on Instagram. My Instagram handle is graceandgrit underscore podcast. Or you can reach out to me on my website, www.keepitcasual.com. Thanks and catch you next time.